Hey everyone, welcome back to the Winner's Circle. I'm Derek. And I'm Cody. And we're here. We're going to be recapping the week. It was a really good week. Is this, this would be considered week three, right? Or week four? four. Week four. This is week four. We have our fourth HOH. Um, pretty good week. Kind of saw this one coming, although maybe not this way. So let's dive right into yeah. it. What did you overall, without getting to the specifics as we go through yeah. these last two episodes, what were your thoughts going into it after Geno won HOH? Um, so when I initially see Gino win HOH, I think, oh man, not going to be the week that I thought it was going to be. Um, and so I, I was kind of hoping that maybe there was like some crazy thing that happened. So it wasn't just such a vanilla week. Um, and it ended up not being, but that were, that was my initial thought because with Gino winning, I felt there was no way there's going to be much drama surrounding, you know, Kyle. I don't think Gino was like a drama kind of a person either. And so I thought it was going to be a very mellow week. And Gino is kind of like an even kill dude. And I agree with you because when we he won the HOH, we were like, okay, well, that's the only thing that saves Kyle, right? right. But we also know that that was like the there's a lot of time in that house and a lot of self-reflection and a lot of conversations. Right. And and I think you nailed it with Gino. Like he is a very even kill person. He seems rational. He seems like a thinker. Yeah. And ultimately, as we go into the HOH, he's kind of doing what we're expecting, which is, listen, it's he realizes very quickly it's him, JC Lynn, and Kyle on an island. They were the right. only ones that were on the outs. So right. obviously, he's got to make those nominations fairly quickly. The first one for him, not too hard. He goes to Marty. He says, Marty, listen, I thought you were my guy. Right. You didn't tell me you were doing this. You backstabbed me and you voted against me without ever giving me a heads up. Yeah. And for that reason, I got to put you on the block because clearly you're not with me. And Marty, to his credit, I really like Marty, by the way. Yeah. I, I, really. He's just a stand-up guy. I see why Canada voted for him. Like He's yeah. just like, you know what? I don't blame you. I would do the yeah. same thing. Right. I'm going to fight for veto. I'm going to do my thing. But I don't blame you one bit. I did what I had to do. I wouldn't change it. Mm -hmm. But you know what it is. You know, I had to I make this move for that. Me. And, Hell you know, yeah. you saw the conversation. I can't remember exactly who it was. Oh, it was with Kevin. Kevin walked in the room with Marty and he said, hey, I really need you to go talk to him. And Marty was like, I messed up. I flipped on them. We had loyalty. What is there for me to go to say to him? I'm I know I'm going on the block. I need to get myself mentally ready for the veto. Yeah, that, I, I like that. He was it's dude, like nobody's going to save him but play himself. a little more. Yeah, I wish he would play a little bit more. But like it says more about his character. Like he's just a stand up dude. It's like I messed up. I got I played them and Gino won the HOH. So now I'm a obviously the first person in hot water. Right. And Who he suspected said, that. Yep. Worst case scenario was Gino winning HOH. He did. He, you know, J Marty played the numbers. Right. He played the percentages just like in poker. Sometimes yeah. it's like a 5% chance your card's going to get flipped over. And then there it is on the fucking, on the river. It happens. Yeah. And um, Marty, I, I respect him. I respect <laughs> yeah, him. I love, I love Marty. Yeah. Uh, Jess is also the second nomination. No surprise there. I think it was you that said it a couple weeks ago. The Jessica's, the uh, Betty's, you know, mm -hmm. they're going to be your perpetual pawns until yeah. they're gone. Um, I don't want to make it another like bashing session about Jessica. I just don't think she's a good player. There's other things that happen in these next two weeks where mm -hmm. very intelligent. However, she just can't get out of her own way. Mm -hmm. She's constantly making it about her and she's not mm -hmm. even like secretive about it like she'll have a conversation and there'll be something bigger going on in the house and she'll say 
well, th- but that affects me this way. Yeah. And people are like, what? What are you mm-hmm. talking about? So Jess yeah. goes on the block. I, it's a pawn. She's a pawn all day long, right? We agree with that. She was never the target. Yeah. Jess, I, I think, yeah, she wasn't the target, but I also genuinely feel like he, once he rekindled with Marty and had a conversation with him, I think he, if the nom stayed the same, he would have preferred Jess going home over Marty. I, I agree with that, especially after the conversation. So we can get there, right? So yeah. he nominates the two. Gino nominates Marty and Jess. The house is a little surprised by it because, you know, they they talked to Gino a little bit. I did catch some of the feeds this week when they were doing, you know, their roundabouts with HO. And they were kind of like passively hinting to the idea like, Mm-hmm. I mean, Kyle's the person who should be going up, but we know right. you're, you're close with him. We don't expect it. And and to be fair, at this moment, if I'm Gino as HOH and I'm still trying to navigate what happened this week and where do mm-hmm. I stand in the house, I don't think I would have nominated Kyle initially I, either not. because I got to figure out what's going on here. I got to get the yes. temperature because as it stands right now, it looks like the only two people that wouldn't put me on the block if they win HOH next week is JC Lynn and Kyle. So right. why would I do the other side of the house's bidding when I can keep him off, keep him safe, and then when I can't play, I have at least two people gunning for the HOH. So initially, he goes against what the house is kind of suggesting, suggesting no problem with that. But then there's a conversation, and the conversation that you alluded to is that conversation between Marty and Gino. That's the one you're talking about, right? In that, well, that back was room. One, that was after the veto. I wanted to ask you. I'm talking about before the veto. So I know which one I, you're going to get to that one, but before the veto. Oh, when Gino goes and talks to him and yes. they kind of hash it out a little bit. Like, it gets a yeah, little what'd heated. You, what'd you think yes. about that? Well, before that, I wanted to get your take on his nomination, right? Yep. Which what is what ultimately led to this conversation that we're about to talk about. And it was, I guess, I guess Gino's choice of words about you disrespected me and you know, you backstabbed me and you lied. And so you're going on the block. Marty took it. We saw how Marty took it. Very Personally. personal. Yeah. Very personal. Did you feel like it was I know Gino, I this is how I feel. I don't think he intended it to be personal, but did you feel, I, I thought it was a, it was a stretch when he goes, you disrespected me. He played the game. He did something in the game that I thought was best for him. I don't know if that goes along the line of disrespectful. So I get why Marty would be frustrated with that, but like, who do you feel like overreacted or chose their words worse? Was it Gino or was it Marty's reaction? I honestly thought we were going to get a cut to the DR during one of those moments where Marty was going to go, guys, I really don't care. I'm just playing it up. Oh, and we never really? got it. No. So I really yeah. do think that Marty is like this like guy who really values his name and, mm-hmm. and his, and his reputation. And, you know, he's an old school guy and you could tell that in that conversation, right. he's like a straight up dude. Like all he has is his word and his, and his, and his name. And he doesn't ever want to be accused of being like disrespectful or anything like that. And I, I, I agree that he was the one overreacting but yeah. I think that's genuinely who he is. Like, you know, yeah, Marty seems I, like I back in the day, he would have maybe thrown some blows if he's at a he bar like, somewhere. You, what are you talking about? You yeah. said that about me? Not all of Canada's watching? Let's go. And and Possibly. that's the other thing, too. And we've talked about this. Like, he's also, everything's magnified because he's like, all of Canada's watching this. Yes. And some of them may not watch the feeds. And your opportunity, optics-wise, would have been to tell me this ahead of time so I could prepare for it. But you waited until... 
you were in a moment where you knew it's going to make television because it's the veto Sarah, the nominations. Yeah. yeah. And that's when you call me out for being disrespectful when we had a conversation one on one and you never said that. So you took a shot when all of Canada was watching. Yeah. And now I have to answer for this when I get out of the house. Thanks a lot, dude. I think that's part yeah. of it, too. I agree. I agree with you. What do you think, think of his point? What do you think of his candor, though? Because that's not I consider Marty a good player. He's someone who knows the game. Would you take, I, I mean, I loved it, but would you take away from him going, listen, man, I'm upset right now, but let, let's be clear. I'm coming after you. I'm coming after your girl and I'm yeah. coming after your boy. If I stay just letting yeah. you know, and this is I before veto. So, I mean, I love it as a viewer for gameplay. I don't love it at all. We've like, talked enough. We've talked enough about what we would do in those situations, how we would handle it, how we feel like people should handle it. So as a viewer, I was watching, I was like, damn. That was intense because right? they were like ride or dies right before that. But as, as a game player, putting my game hat on, I'm like, Marty, you got to relax because it is clear how rattled you are. But what I would say to that now is he shows that under pressure and with his intensity, it almost makes him more laser focused. So that for me as a game player would be like, uh Oh, I want to make sure I'm not bothering him or pissing him off by putting him up or maybe, you know, saying something the wrong way. Cause if he becomes laser focused, he could end up a winning and I can't compete when you're the HO there's, there's an adjustment that needs to be had. And I'm very confused. So I want to say this as well. I'm so confused by these HOHs now. Cause after the first three weeks, I would be at this point with Gino, there's no way I'd be putting somebody on the block that I want to send home. Initially, not interesting. A interesting. Not a chance. I would never. After the first two weeks, I would have been like, "Okay, this is weird." After week three, I would have been like, "Done." I am not putting somebody on the block that I want to send home until after the veto. I'm not putting them up as an initial nominee. You're just pissing them off, and like you don't even get to compete. And most likely, one of them two are winning. And for my game, I'd be like, "Hey, listen, I have to do this." You've seen how the season has been going and been playing out. The veto has been won by one of the nominees. I want you to win it. I have a plan. I don't want to divulge that to you, but you're not my target. You're not going home. I just need you to be a pawn. And then we can play this up however you want it to be. That's how I would be treating my HOH from now on. Because that's interesting. The noms get the noms win it every time. And, this is coming you know, from a champion right here, too, guys. See, this is it. Adaptability. We wouldn't do this on how do you adapt? the US. Yeah. No, I would but not. You're yeah. already thinking like a former winner, like, okay. I would completely change my strategy going forward. Yeah. I'd have two pawns on the block every yeah. week. Two and people that I think I could beat. Yeah. Be like, listen, it's more of, a, I know the block seems scary, but it's more like I'm trying to protect you because I'm also trying to protect myself. Yes. I'm going to get blood on my hands by putting you on the block. I will return the favor and be a pawn for you, but I need pawns right now because I'm not putting a target up so that they can win. And I can send a pawn home. Like I'm almost like a 50% chance. Cause the other POV players don't even, as we're going to get to in two minutes, like they don't yes. even go for it and they don't but, even care. No, you're right. So go right into it. Cause the, I thought the veto was cool, but there was a twist on it. Was it was awesome. There was a twist on it. it. And, and you don't know this yet, but you will, as we continue to co cover BB can BB can is notorious for throwing out letters from home to really? entice you to do dumb shit. There was one year oh, where Ika wow. Wong had all the letters. And if she, I forgot what the twist was, but she had letters from every single house guest for all, from all their families. And there was like one or two options where she could get something for herself and literally shred all their letters in a shredder or give them their letters. And she shredded all their letters and, and she didn't know it, but they were watching from a TV 
you got to look it up on YouTube. They were watching from a closed caption TV in another room. And she was like, yep, yep. Shredding their home the next week. Right. I don't think she went home the next oh. week, but obviously she was like, but dude, it was like a historical moment in big brother. And they were like, wow. they're in the, they're up in the, uh, HOH crying. Like, no, no, I could don't do it. And they're going, Oh, from Timmy meek, you're gone. Dude, no way. You got to look it up on YouTube. Damn. It was, and she was like dancing cool. as she was doing it. It was icy, bro. It was icy, but Vito, what'd you think of it? What'd you think of the little dagger twist at the, in the middle there? I thought it was, I, I loved the competition. We had never seen something like this on Big Brother US. So I thought the simple too, right? Awesome. Super simple. Right. But it's like who wants it the most? And it's it's very difficult because you can you can want it also, but it's like very strategic. You can't and you started seeing it as a as as some of the players um presence were falling. That first cup, the first like two or three are so crucial. Stay locked in or else you're going to end up dropping them as you get further away because you can't have the pressure once they slip. Like you saw Jess's slip, you saw Tanisha's slip. And so it's really difficult. That competition was not easy, but I love the twist. Like, and you saw Summer, like she, no hesitation. Yep. Nope. And then you saw, you saw the polar, you saw the two opposites, right? You saw Summer, not even think twice. She was like, I don't really care. I don't want to win. And she said it in her DR, which is why I think this is so interesting that they Summer's don't allow DRs the are good, by the way. Yeah, they're they're good, right? They're they're pretty good. They're not they're not like Britney no. or Devon yeah, level, the best of, but they're pretty the good. They're pretty good. Yeah. Um, but she was quick to do it, and then you saw the just the pain in Tanisha to let it go. So you had and these are two people that were not on the block. So Tanisha had that pain where she could have done exactly what Summer did. But she didn't because she also knew that I threw Gino's name around. So if he needs a replacement, I could be one of the replacement nominees. So she was fighting for it just like the nominees were. And I thought that was like, that was a really like intense moment seeing her really struggle to let that letter go. It what was would so you do? Intense. Oh, that letter's gone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not even, that's not even a second thought. You're not head. even touching it. You're just nope. it's going. That's gone. That's like, there's nothing for me. I don't know. Maybe I play it up too. So I get some sympathy, but like that letter comes and it's going. Taking a present thrown across the room. Yeah. Cause for, for a, f- a few different reasons, right? Like if you're the HOH and I know I'm safe, like you're my boy, I don't want people to be like, why for the same reason why I was so bothered by Caleb. It's like, why did you just show the house that you are that comfortable with me as the HOH that you just, you didn't even go for the veto. You handed it to Victoria. So like, that goes in my head immediately. It's like, I don't want to reveal my relationship to the HOH initially. So I'm going to play it like I, my life's on the line, even if my life is not on the line. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's why like summer, I think summer's just very likable and really not a threat in competitions or whatever, which is why she gets away with stuff like that. But nobody's looking at her as winning this game. No, I don't think, I don't and think she might, but nobody's looking at her that way. I'm hearing some stuff on the feeds. Jess is kind of, Jess is, um, Onto her a little bit. Jess is on to everybody. Bit. Yeah, that's a good point. So just watch what I just said. Just actually, I might cut it out. <laughs> it's Jess is on to everyone. So the veto continues. It gets down to Jess, the nominee. Shocker. Yeah, Jess, the, the two nominee, nominees. Marty, the nominee. There, Marty wins. Kind of saw it coming. He wasn't putting the presents down. He, no. he, he, he wasn't going anywhere. That dude was, like you had said, locked in, laser focused. He would have sat up there for three days with those presents on his chest. Yeah. He wasn't going anywhere. He wins the veto. But you were saying something before we started, and we were talking about it. And you were talking about this conversation now that's a complete 
other end of the spectrum as far as like mm-hmm. the conversation we just discussed between Marty and Gino. Mm-hmm. And now this new conversation that Marty initiates for anybody who didn't see it, which I don't know how you wouldn't, but what did you think about that change of direction for Marty? Smart move, little Brilliant. bit too late. What yeah. do you think of it? Is it good strategically? I You said this. And so I don't want to take full credit for it when we were talking about it before, but you said it was, it was, it was brilliant. And I agree because he, he knew, okay, I'm safe now. I have a bridge that I want to mend because this is somebody who, I don't know how long they're going to stay in the game. I don't know whether I'm going to need a vote. I don't know how next week's going to go. I could be on the block. So he mends that relationship. And Gino was very open to it as well, but it was more of a game move by Marty, which I'm, you're starting to see a little bit more from Marty and his game sense and his strategy. And so I loved it. And I what I loved even more was that Gino kind of bought right into it, agreed. You know, Gino, I think Marty pulled on his heartstrings earlier in the week and Gino felt horrible. And so I love what they have going now about the whole like, you know, play it up during the veto meeting when you take yourself down, throw a jab at me. Let's just let's make it seem like we're we don't trust each other and we're on opposite ends. What well, do you think? What do you think about that? Do you think that relationship is genuine on both ends? Um, so what, what we always say in the big brother house is when, when you break, when somebody breaks your trust, they never fully get it back. I think it's like, keep your friends close and your enemies closer now at this point. Like, I don't know if I'm Gino, I ever let that go. And if I'm Marty, I understand that I did something to make him put me on the block, but he still did it in a way that I didn't like. So that trust that they had where they were like, almost like ride or die is gone. So I know it's more game on both their ends, but I don't think they'll ever fully trust each other. Even Marty said at one point, it was like, I don't know, I'm paraphrasing here, but he was like, I would never, I would never, I would never backstab you again. Like again, Thanks. a second time. Yeah. I was like, yikes. But no, I do he think did that, He did say that and yeah, <laughs> it's you're like, spot again. on. Exactly. <laughs> again. I'll never but, do you know, this to you again. They both need each other. To get yeah. ahead in the game, it's a it's a strategic move, I think, on both their parts. Although I do think they like each other. Yeah. But you know, before we get to the actual veto ceremony, there is a major conversation that happens because now we know Marty's coming off the block, and Gino has a big decision to make. And you have to know, Jess is like again, we said it like a, a professional pawn. So the person going up probably is going to be his target. And up to this point in the edited version, at least, Gino's Gino knows that like Kyle is the house target. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's really truly considering it. And then there's this moment where he's having a conversation up in the HOH room with Summer. Mm-hmm. And we just said Summer may not win this game or whatever, but give credit where credit's due. Summer starts to really plant that seed. And and I know other people were talking about it as well in the feed, but they Summer has a good way of not sounding like she's coming from a place of with an agenda. She's basically just saying, hey, listen. This is what I would do. This is what you would happen if you did it. What do you think? But she doesn't like push it too hard. Yeah. What did you think of that conversation and how much impact do you think it had on changing the course of Gino's direction as far as where he was going to go with his, with his renom? I think it was great because what she put in his head is exactly the reason she like planted the seed that he eventually came to and had hit. Like, it's almost like he came up with his own reasoning, but it really wasn't his. And she essentially said to him, Hey, I understand. I respect it. Like that's your boy that you've been working with that you're very close with, but now you are going to essentially make yourself not just a pawn. And it's like, If they can't get him, they'll get you. And you and I talked about this, about if we went on All-Stars together, you would have been 
target number one, but say you win the veto, I'm target number two just to weaken that person and ostracize them even more. And that would be you. So she hit him in a way where I thought it was brilliant because it doesn't necessarily make him be like, I know Kyle's a threat. So like, I'm good. But like, what if I stay on the block and Kyle wins the veto? So it makes him think twice about, okay, I understand that he's my boy, but like he may make, he may essentially make me go home. And when you're playing for a hundred thousand dollars or you're playing for the money, anybody that's attached to you, that could be a reason that you go home. That is known by the entire house. For me, it would be enough. I'd be like on this HOH It essentially in week four, like you and I made this decision deeper in the game where it was like, we're making this choice. We're drawing the line in the sand. We're rolling. Kyle decided to do that in week three. Gino was obviously hitched to him. So it's like in week four, Gino has a chance to kind of set the set, hit the reset button. And I, I love the way that Summer pitched it to him because if she pitched it any other way, it could just seem like, hey, they're trying to play me for me to send my boy home. And why would I do that and weaken myself? She put it in a way where it was it was perfectly executed on her side. Gino's got really only one option. If he keeps Kyle, he knows going into it, if Kyle and JC Lynn don't win the HOH, he's going on the block, potentially mm-hmm. going home. Yep. Or he rolls a dice. He puts Kyle up as the sacrificial lamb and says, listen, guys, I'm back up. I'm a free agent. I don't have any allegiances to him. Let's reset the deck. And if you do that, now the house has to find a new target. And maybe mm-hmm. it is still you. Maybe it is. Maybe this time next week, you and I are saying Gino's right. on the block. Yeah. But it was an educated risk. I think it's the right one. I agree. And that's why after Marty uses the POV on himself, Gino decides to nominate Kyle. Yeah. I think it's the right move. I think it's the only move. He and really didn't have a choice. Did like he talked to Kyle, he pretty much laid it yeah, out. Yeah, gave him the heads up. Bro, I am going to be on the block next to you. And if they don't get you, they're going to get me. And so I have to make this decision for myself. And you know what? Kyle treated his HOH like a young, power hungry 23 year old did. And Gino treated it like a little bit older, more mature, weathered. He wanted to settle the house back down and ultimately decided like, if settling the house down and perpetuating my game even further means I go after Kyle or just not go after him, offer him up for the house, that could be the best for me. And I I totally agree. It could end him on he could end up on the block. Him and JC Lynn could be on the block next week. But I do agree with you. I think it was the right choice. It was the right choice for him. It's the only choice. Yeah. It really Kyle's was. dead in the water. Kyle's going home. So do you want to be on the block next to him next week? Or maybe. We'll find out. Maybe reset the deck. There's only mm-hmm. one way to know. And it's so early in the game. It wasn't, like you said, this wasn't week 14 where I've been riding with you the whole time. And it's like, yeah. hey, you know what? Hey, guess what? I ain't putting him on the block. He's going to win the HOH next week and you're going home. That's what right. I'm, that's my, that's my mentality. Right. Like you said, this is week, this is week four. Yeah. The game's just getting started. There's plenty of time to recover and go back into the shadows. And now that line that's been drawn in the sand. You're kind of running your foot over it. It's in beach sand. So you're kind of smudging that a little bit. You know what I mean? Hey, listen, there's no what line. I don't see a line there. Nothing. So I think it's a great move. It's a smart strategic move. Uh, also, Marty gives him a little dig in there to kind of make sure people think there's still some bad blood between the two of them. Mm-hmm. So Gino could really turn around his game with this HOH. We'll have to find out. But it really could be a deciding factor in how deep he goes in the game because Gino has the potential to win this game for sure. He's I, got the physical aspect and it seems like he has the temperament too. Yeah, he definitely has a temperament. I think his biggest issue was being linked to Kyle. I said this last week and now he pretty much resets the deck. 
Yeah. Which is I think great. it brings I back in Herman too. Herman, yeah. Josh, like they're not going to be as on 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 like on. Oh, I got to worry about what I'm saying to him because he might say it to Kyle, and Kyle That's we've right. seen just spills it out to everybody. I I think it also kind of weighs on him because you got to think about it in this sense, which I he's very analytical too. Like I know he thought of this was. Kyle and you are going on the block. Kyle wins it. Who do you think is going up next to you? JC Lynn. And now you're campaigning to stay against a girl that you are. They haven't made it a huge. It's it's a thing. They showed their kiss. They are. I'm I'm watching. I just was reading up on on the live feed updates, and they're like laying all over each other constantly. So it's like they're together. You think it didn't run through his head to be like, okay, for this kid, I'm going to pretty much be offering myself up to go on the block next to him if he doesn't win. And then if he wins, I'm going to be having to campaign against my girl. Yeah. No shot. Got to roll the dice in the game sometimes. Educated decision. I think it was the right move. So that brings us to, there's some other conversations in there, by the way. We're not boring you with it if you watch the episode. Mm -hmm. There's, again, some conversations between Jess and Kevin. Uh, I'm sorry, Jess and Marty. There's a moment before the veto. I'm kind of going backtrack where, again, Jess is trying to get information from Marty. Marty's like, hey, listen, I'm focusing on the veto right now. So it he tells her to go fly yeah. uh, a And then even Kevin and Jess, yeah. like after they're in the back room and she's like, I got We got to start talking more. We got to start talking more game. You know, me and you aren't talking a lot. People are starting to speculate. And Kevin's like, what do you want me to say? I trust you. You trust me. Like. We'll see how that all works out. I don't think yeah. it ends well. Well, Jess is playing her. She's she's, she's just paranoid. overplaying constantly. Jess is always overplaying. Right. Jess goes into a room with Kevin, trying to make sure we are mending everything good. Jess goes into a room with Marty. Jess goes into a room with a bigger group, kind of makes it, wants to bring herself into it. It's just like, it's a lot. She's doing a lot. She's, she's doing the most. And she could have went home week one. And since... She's still in the house. It just, I don't know. I, it's its hindered because of all the drama, but Jess is going to slowly rise to the top of, of the target list. Of the soon, list. I think. Of the list. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes with her. Um, you know, I, I don't see it lasting long for her. And I, and I want to say this because we have seen some comments about it and I'm going to address it quickly and we won't need to address it again. Some people were talking about pronouns in the comments. We're getting a lot of likes on it. Mm-hmm. We did our research. Go look up on Big Brother Canada. We did make some mistakes with Jay. Uh, with Jay, we're not perfect with it, so we apologize. We meant no offense uh, to Jay with the pronouns at all. With Jess, in her preferred pronouns, she actually says that she is an option. They, them, she. Yeah. So we're doing our best. We're not doing it intentionally. There's no disrespect to anyone. We promise them, and and we promise you. So we talk fast. Sometimes mm-hmm. we slip up. It's not intentional. We do acknowledge what they prefer to be called. We did go back and look, and right on Big Brother Canada's website, it is a preferred pronoun for her. So we hope you guys accept that. But moving on, because we're here about the game. Yeah. Um, we get to eviction night, mm-hmm. and it's really no surprise here. Yeah. Kyle, Jess, Jess gives some weird speech. Kyle talks about mental health, and I know that's something that is important to him because yeah. of his podcast. Yeah. Um, he goes home ten to zero. No surprise. First really- unanimous. Yeah. First unanimous. He goes home. That wasn't as interesting to me as uh, the new HOH and the fact that they kind of leave Spoiler us on that alert. cliffhanger. We're going to yeah. get into who won the HOH and talk a little bit, not yes. much longer. This is the final part of the episode. If you joined us here and haven't done so already, please subscribe to the channel. Turn on those bell notifications because if you made it to this point, one, we appreciate your loyalty. And two, there are people that have left comments that are 
that listen to the full episodes and didn't have bell notifications on and missed our live. We are do we do lives randomly. They pop up very randomly. It's not like a, a every week thing, but if you want to make sure you don't miss something like that and you can incorporate and have a conversation with us, you want those bell notifications on. I couldn't agree more. I think that's a great point to make. Probably the best point you've made all episode. No, it's a, it's great. It's great. Possibly. So, and, and also, now we're getting to the I mean, we're twinning on purpose today, by the way. So get your Winter Circle merch. We've been seeing a lot of it. Head on over to one of our links. It should be down below in the YouTube comment, uh, the YouTube description as well. Mm-hmm. Bonfire, check them out. Super comfortable. And uh, we did this on purpose today. So don't come for us because we we did this on purpose. All right. Um. So the HOH comp, uh, we won't get into the specifics of it. There's some legends there. But as Cody just said, spoiler alert. Cody, who wins HOH? Jess wins the HOH. I, could, I was like, <laughs> the, the, the thing that I love about Big Brother Canada is that it tends to have the stuff that all the fans are kind of pushing for happen. Yes. A nominee wins the veto. The person that's on the outs wins the HOH the week. A person has a chaotic HOH. And then there's like a huge blindside because if you think about it, Kyle getting put up as a replacement nominee was a blindside. I, I do want to say one thing about Kyle's exit. He goes out, and this is my favorite part a lot of times about Big Brother, is the people in their goodbye messages, they like tend to talk like they had something to do with the person going home and they just didn't. And uh, the person I'm specifically talking about is Betty. And she made it seem like, listen, you had to go and you uh, you lied and did whatever. And it's like, 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 and I, I'm not, you know, I'm paraphrasing. I can't remember exactly what she said, but I remember watching it and thinking, She's literally talking like she had anything to do with him being put on the block. Like she had nothing to do with it. And so I love when people do that. And even Herman, this was the first kind of like kink in the armor of Herman, where like the way he talked to Kyle, it's like he just got evicted. I don't love when people like slam stuff in people's faces. And like I had an opportunity to do it when I was on All Stars because like you don't think I wanted to just like crush Kesar when he was going home in my goodbye message, but no, I kept it cool. I kept it calm. And I was very respectful until he did what he did on, in his eviction speech. And then I was like, done. I'm throwing a jab at you. I don't care who sees it. It's on live television too. So I know people are going to see it. And so I don't love when people do that in their goodbye messages. Like Kyle just got humbled. He just got kicked to the curb. He's out talking to Arissa. Why do you have to act arrogant and cocky? in your goodbye message. So I didn't like how Betty did it. I didn't like how Herman did it. And so that's the only thing I'll say about the goodbye message, but more so Herman actually might've had more of a hand in it, but Betty, I just know like Betty, you, you didn't. So she, she voted. So you did have a hand in it, Betty. I she apologize. Did have, she did have a hand in it. So do, do we know on the feeds yet who she Jessica nominated? So I don't know. I was reading up on it. I haven't gotten to, the nominations, but I also don't think the nominations have happened yet, unless maybe we missed it while we were recording. We could be so, recording, but w- so let's speculate then. Cause that's always fun. Cause we truly don't know who does Jess put up in your opinion. So I, I heard her already say on when I was looking at the feeds with her conversations that Herman could possibly be a target. Herman's an easy person just to go up as a nominee because he nominated her. So I think Herman and Man, all right, so I'm looking through the cast. I don't think it's going to be Helena. Uh, her and JL, JC Lynn, were having a very good conversation in the HOH room. I don't, she's definitely not going to put up Betty. Um, Josh, 100% is not going up. Kevin, she's very close with, but I don't know that she fully trusts him. Marty, I mean, she says she fully trusts him. You're getting to my person. So Marty, I don't know that she's going to put up Marty. Nope. Then we have Gino, Summer, Tanisha. So you I skipped think over him. Her mom's going to be on it. 
Moose, Gino, Summer, Tanisha. You think she goes Herman and Moose? Herman and Gino. You Gino think Gino nominated her. Gino nominated Gino her. Gino did just nominate her. Yeah, very easy to do that. Dude, that's what that's what I'm gonna say. I, it's he, nothing personal, guys. So so and by the way, he's not on the best terms right now. Like he he's trying to save face, but they still probably associate him a little with Kyle. But you don't think that Jess takes what he did by putting up Kyle as you really saved me. You made it so easy for the house who they were voting for. You don't think so? Who's the two people that put her on the block? Yeah, no, you're right. That that's where you know those would be guys. I want to make this simple. I don't want to draw any blood. Just you know, keeping it keeping it simple. You both nominated me. I'm nominating you. One of them will come off. Then she can probably put someone else up. But for me, if or I'm target HOH, one of those two, right? If I'm Jess, if I'm Jess, that's who I'm nominating. Easy. And no also, she is all about women empowerment. All these different yeah. things. I don't think she's going to go after the women. She would. I, th- I think she would love to have a girls' alliance and you know and and stick together with that. And you do have some big male personalities in the house. So put Herman and Gino up. Hopefully, neither one of them win the HO uh, the veto, and yeah. then they're left up there. And yeah. now you guarantee one of two big players are going home. Right. It's going to be Gino, more than likely. Yeah. But you're, you're guaranteeing to get out a real player because if she puts up Betty next to Gino, I mean. It's definitely I, not going to be Betty. No, it would be Gino. You're right. She could do that. She, I just don't think she'll put up one of those people because she's kind of, she's an outcast, right? Mm-hmm. She's an outsider. Yeah. So she's not going to put up an outsider. Yeah. That would be stupid if she does. If she puts up a right. Marty, a Kevin, or a Betty, or even a, a Alina. If she puts up her, I mean, those are bad people to put up. You got to yeah. put up someone who has already showed you that they're coming after you and that you're expendable. Yeah. The only issue I have with it is that I feel like Jess will go the route of, I'm going to leave the people in the house that I feel are weak and I'm going to target somebody that's strong. And if, if she does that, she's taking off. Like, I don't view Jess as a weak player. She does stuff that I don't think is she's great, smart. But in the comparison of like, you look at like Betty, Helena, um, and then you have Kevin's kind of an outsider. Herman, I think, is a good player. Like JC Lynn, is. I think, is good. She gets the game. She may not be the most incredible strategic Tanisha's player. Tanisha's a good player. I think Tanisha knows Tanisha's the game. Tanisha's a very good player. Summer's starting to grow on me. Summer's growing on me, but like for a personal reason. I don't know yeah. how great Summer is at the game. She just pulled a great thing with Gino, but I don't I will know. say that nobody's targeting her anytime soon. Nobody's targeting her, but the thing with Gino going after Kyle, it's like, Everybody was feeling it. I think Gino yes. knew that. So it's not yes. like she made this crazy strategic play. Moose, I think, you know, I don't know that she'll go after Moose, but I genuinely feel like them letting Moose slide back into the shadows is not a good thing. He's a very no, good player. He's a good player too. He's we talked about good how player. good of a, and yeah. didn't I say that he could still potentially win it? Like, yeah, you did. He, you did. He's like, he's that smooth. So no, we'll see what happens. Um, Jess is not a bad player. No, I think some people just like sports or anything else. Sometimes your personality is just not built for something. Mm-hmm. And she is someone that's not built for a social game like Big Brother. It doesn't necessarily mean she won't go far or even win. Yeah. It's just going to be a lot harder for her because her personality in a house like that doesn't usually go well, doesn't yeah. usually last long because you are you're relying on your ability to socialize and find commonalities with people and I kind of like to look at Jess as like, instead of a hot butter knife going through butter, she's a hammer going through butter. You know what I mean? It's like still going to get through it. It's going to get through it, but it's, it's going to be, be a lot more messy. Yeah. And that's a really that terrible a, analogy, but you know. Oh, well, then I just won't say what I was going to say. Yeah. It was a bad analogy. It was bad. Yeah. I, I thought, thought it was a great analogy. A hammer <laughs> through butter? 
No, but I, the the concept of what you just said, hot knife through butter, everybody knows. Like the visual of it, you're going, yeah. mm, it's going to like, you barely got to touch put it. On some, put on some fr- French toast or something. Now we're talking. I'm so now, hungry. I am starving. But the hammer going through, you get it. I thought it was good. I thought it was a great analogy, bro. But then again, you know. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, hey, that, I'm your boy. So wait on the comments. Was do. it good? Was it not good? If you made it to that point and we see you waiting in on the comments, we're, you're going to get a response. And from if you us love French love you. toast, comment down below. Yeah, put like that a French toast everybody. emoji. Put a French toast emoji. Is there hammer? a French toast emoji? We'll find out. If there is, put it. If not, just hammer French toast exclamation point. There might be a pancake emoji, and I don't hate pancakes either. So if mm. there's a pancake emoji, I will fuck some pancake emo- pancakes up right now. Yeah. Cody knows I fast till 4 p.m. It's 6 p.m. now, and I've only had like a little something to eat. So like I'm all I can think about is food right now. But mm, anything, any final words so far? Recap, big picture. The house is kind of it's not as divided as it was. It's still kind of anyone's game. I don't yeah, feel like there's a, a, a overpowering alliance. Totally. It's I really could be anybody. Any final words that you think we should be looking out for this week? What would be a bad decision on anything like that that we should be on the eye look on looking out for as we go? No, I think you hit the nail on the head. Jess wants to with her too. From based off of what I said earlier, um, I don't know. Jess goes that route of how I would strategically play the HOH because Jess was nominated by two other players that are in the house. So it's a little different for her because she still can play it. You two nominated me sit on the block. I don't know who my target is. I'm going to let the house decide. That's essentially how I would play it. If I was, and she's aligned with the pawns. Yeah. And she's aligned with all, they're going to vote how she wants. So she'll have the power, but put two people up, give the house. And also those two people a reason to understand and be like, well, I get why she nominated me and she's That's telling it. me, I don't know who the target is. So she can play this re- week very well. Who's going to blame w- her for putting up Herman and Gino? Nobody. And so they I, may not I'm, like it, but yeah. who's going to, bl- uh, dude, you nominated her. Like you got to know, like if she wins HOH, you're that's, oh, she's so I think even Herman said it. Like if you win HOH, I expect you to put me up. I think yep. he might've even said that when I was watching the feeds or it might've I, even been in the episode. She did because didn't their conversation get a little like tense? A little weird. And he was I like, listen, so, I expect yeah. you, you know, it's a game move, you know? So Hey, guess what, Herman? You're a great player. This is a risk that you ran. You nominated someone who you didn't think was well-liked by the house, wouldn't be offended if she went home, but is also a pretty capable competitor. Yeah. Now so. you got to live with it and hope that your strategy, your social game is enough to keep you this week. And think about this with Jess. could be something that's that's starting to get on um, house guest radars. Nominated, won the veto, is now won an HOH. And, and almost so- won that veto against Marty. And almost, and was in the mix of winning that veto against Marty. So Jess is not somebody to sleep on on any aspect of the Hell game. Hell no. Any aspect of the game. So she can if play. they don't start noticing it, it's like, are you just going to let Jess? Because I can see when the house is getting very limited with numbers, Jess could be somebody that just wins out on comps. I can see her being that. So. Down near the end? Yeah. When she's playing it? I don't disagree with you. It's going to be fascinating. I'm looking forward to the eviction. We just... We got to see how this week plays out. Yeah. It could be a really pivotal week in the house because you could have a really big player go home. Yeah. We're going to be standing by. We're going to be keeping up with it. We know you guys are as well. Like Cody said, YouTube, subscribe, hit the notifications. If you're listening on a podcast, please five-star review, leave a comment, really helps the channel. And always follow us on social media at the Winner Circle Cast, or is it Winner Circle Winner Cast? Circle Cast. I always screw that up. Yeah. Winner Circle Cast. Follow us there because sometimes we post on there before we are on here. We appreciate you guys joining us here on the Winner Circle. We will see you next week.